Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Creating a great look is also about setting the right mood. And I love getting sexy in my kitchen. And today, that's what we're talking about with an expert, Shaney Delamore, who owns Appetite for Seduction. She hosts sexy couples cooking classes in New York City, and I want to know more about making my kitchen a sensual place to be. Shaney, welcome. This is Big Design Small Budget, and I am Betsy Helmuth. Hi, Betsy. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Great to be here. As somebody who has taken a couple of your cooking classes, I want to know more about what you think is essential for creating a sensual experience in the kitchen. Awesome. Well, first of all, I think a lot of people don't think about the kitchen in a sexy way, but believe it or not, that is where all the fun happens, and so we should be sexy in the kitchen, right? So I like to talk to couples when they're getting engaged because oftentimes that's when you do all of your purchasing. You know, you go to Macy's and you have the gun, you go kind of crazy. And um, one of the things I think that's really important because your food – you experience with all your five senses, okay? So you have to think, you have to do sight, you have to do smell, you have to do touch, um, hear it, and taste it. So first of all, we always eat with our eyes, okay? So your plates better look good, all right? No like weird colors. Um, Personally, I like a white plate. I like just a plain, basic white plate. Um, I remember I had a friend that got blue plates and I thought, good Lord, that's going to just look so horrible. Like blue doesn't go with every color of food, you know, it just clashes it. So white plates are crucial. Also, think about your style, right? You know, I know like when you design homes, you know, we, we have a style and a feeling that, that kind of goes with it. So that's really important because if you're not like country, you can't get those plates that have that like country feel, you know, go with a sleek modern design. It's very important. So white plates, essential. Um, also, I love adding like different layers. You know, it's great to have a white plate for your um, main entree, but maybe you want to have like a 
a cuter plate with salad. Still go with like a, a white basic, but try to get something fun. Like I'm sort of like eclectic, like glam style. So my side plates have gold um, crowns, like like for kings and queens and tiaras, and they're really cute. So I love doing that. Also glassware, it's important to use really nice glassware. Feel it in your mouth because you know, it's one of those things, like if you go to a restaurant and you put like a glass in your mouth and it has a thick lip, it's not sexy. It feels weird, right? That's like one of our, that's one of our senses is touch. So you want to have a thin lip because the thick ones just don't go down as smoothly. Um, also, I kind of hate plastic, okay? Plastic is just kind of cheap. It's like terrible for you. I do have a kid and, and I do have a couple cl- plastic like bowls. But they like make me cringe every time I see them and I kind of wish, you know, I would just get some cheap ones and if he breaks them, I'm okay with that because I sort of think that plastic has, there's no, there's nothing sexy about plastic, right? The other thing about a sexy kitchen is, I hate to say it, but cleanliness, you know, clear off the countertops, get things, put things away, hide it. Um, don't go crazy with tons of colors because you know, like you can get, you know, your, your mixer and red you can get your toaster and green no like reel it in people like just go basic okay (laughs) betsy i'm totally gonna agree with you on the refrigerator magnet thing right like no magnets um sometimes this is one of those uh, categories you get into where two opinions collide okay especially in my case my husband everywhere he goes i mean even like visiting my family in upland california he bought a magnet okay good lord we have a magnet explosion on our kitchen and sometimes you lose these battles okay it's not that sexy but i guess you know keeping the husband is sexy right but anyway if you can get rid of the magnets highly recommend that also get something green like have something alive in your kitchen like it's fun I mean get a get one of those like cool herb gardens get you know some Chinese bamboo get something green because kitchens need life you know it needs like that like life happening in there um and I'm also a big fan of having nice elements you know get something really fancy for your salt and pepper shaker have um Have really nice silverware. I mean, silverware is one of those things you're going to buy once, okay? Like, go for it. Spend money. Make sure it's heavy. Make sure it feels well. Make sure it doesn't um, tarnish or it doesn't get rusted. Like, use good silverware. So I have a question. You're you're mentioning getting these basic plates in white that are really classic. You're mentioning this good silverware. What are some brands that you're really into? Where do you shop for silverware? Where do you shop for plates? I actually kind of got, I think when I got married, I did Crate and Barrel. Like they have very good like basic white. Mine is like super basic white. But all those like other fun things, like for instance, fun. Like I like to have really fun napkins and I am a big fan of cloth napkins. Okay. I'm not, I'm like, yes, I'm green, but I just think cloth napkins are nicer. They're way nicer. And so I like to get fun things. And honestly, because I like to mix it up a bit, like I'll go to TJ Maxx or, or home goods or whichever one, you know, is more available or I live in New York city. So century 21 is lots of fun because that way you can kind of move things in and out and keep your, your kitchen and your life feeling like exciting with new, you know, new napkins, like yay, or new, coffee mugs. 
I mean, I drink coffee and I want my mug nice because I drink it so often. Like I want a fancy coffee mug. Like I like that. Um, and so I just, just, you know, ba you can mix basics with like sort of, you know, fancier items. I think it's like a nice mix that way. Yeah, I recently went from I all Ikea plates. Uh, which broke really easily and chipped really easily. And even though they were white and I never worried about them when I had guests, I was like, oh, it's fine if it breaks. But now I upgraded because I had this really good gift certificate to Pottery Barn. And those plates are heavy and they never chip and they look great. And I'm just proud. And you're making meals every day. You're eating off of them if you're in my home every single day. And it makes a big difference. It does. You know, one of the things... I kind of loved about my mom was she always used the nice stuff. And I mean, that was back in a time when families, well, plus we lived in California, so we had tons of space, but families had multiple sets of dishes. You know, you had your daily dishes or your fancy ones. And my mom, you know, she mixed that stuff up all the time. And we never used plastic. We never, God forbid, would ever use a paper plate. And I am sorry, but I can't even do that either. I just, I, I, I like using luxury items on a daily basis because you know what Christmas is once a year and you might as well like use fancy stuff and make your your nights romantic because how else are you going to get sexy if like the night isn't set for it you know you got to set the candles you got to put some flowers on the table got to turn off turn on the funky music right <laughs> so I have a question I have even though I live in a pretty sizable house my kitchen is very narrow and I always think it's it's a great idea to cook with my partner or invite him into the kitchen because it's not a place he would go without an invitation. I think sometimes you have to talk their language, right? Like men are not like, woo, salad. Like that's not their language, okay? What I do like is something that's their language, like pizza, right? Totally a dude's language. Like men love pizza. Um, there is this killer pizza maker that's at Williams Sonoma. It's by Breville. It's like $200. It, it's pricey, but honest to God, it is a stone like pizza making thing. It is amazing. You can just buy your pizza dough like at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, whatever. And then that's when the fun comes in. Because I also think a fun way to like experience eating together is sort of either cooking for each other or making what you really love. Now, why pizza is so awesome, because first of all, they're small. You know, you're, you're not making, you know, a Domino's extra large pizza. You're making a, a one-person teeny pizza, or even smaller at a time. So that way, your husband could surprise you with what he thinks you would love, or you could surprise him with what you think he would love. You know, you chop up the toppings, you put onions and mushrooms and peppers and add your, you know, pepperoni or whatever you want. Get that all ready in small little bowls and then just have like a pizza party with each other. And of course you better have some wine because, or beer, because that will make the party so much more fun. But you know what? It's really hard to kind of convince somebody to do something that they're not into. So if you start to speak their language, you know, another language men like is um, chicken, Parmesan, okay? I My swear. My husband loves chicken Parmesan. He's the pickiest eater in the whole wide world. The fact that you just said chicken Parmesan, I think he heard us from miles away and just lit up like a Christmas tree. No, I am not joking. Men love that. I ask everybody at the end of the night their food fantasies, and I cannot tell you how many times chicken Parmesan has been in a man's food fantasy. So on that note, if you really want to get your husband or your partner very excited about being in the kitchen – Another fantasy that 
men always have is the woman in heels naked with the apron on. Like, no joke, they want that. I mean, if you have kids running around, maybe throw on a pair of panties. But, like, men love that stuff. And... I think that we never really do that because maybe we feel insecure or we're like, oh, it's just, you know, it's just pizza or just another night. But it really will make date night a lot more fun if you just get a little naked. <laughs> okay. I'm just – first That's of all – it. you can be naked. It's okay, honey. It's okay. I didn't see that coming. Um, it's not that kind of show, Shaney. No, it definitely is that kind of show. Um, but I don't want to get like – Splashed on. That's why you have the apron. Don't worry, but you it's have so the apron. Hot and like the stove is hot and there's fire and well, you're you're actually taking more clothes off. Okay, so you have no your argument is like failing. I'm sorry. Get naked, girl. <laughs> on that note, we are gonna shoot to commercial. I'm gonna stop blushing and and we'll be right back with more food fantasies and more sexy kitchen tips with Shaney Delamore. asked for it and we have answered the call. For years you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. And we are back with Shaney Delamore from Appetite for Seduction. We just left off talking about nude food fantasies. Let's segue to something else. I want to hear, we heard about your must-haves for dining rooms. What are some must-haves for the kitchen itself in terms of tools or gadgets? Tell me. Okay. So I live in a New York City apartment. Like space is critical, okay? So I don't have every single gadget out there. Um, what I like to have is a great knife, okay? Now, if both of you are cooking, you need to have two. You just need a, a chef's knife. Um, Henkel's is a great brand. There's a French style and Japanese style. Get whatever works for you. I like the Japanese one. Get two, you know, so that your partner actually can do some work. Um, you need a serrated knife, and you might need, like, a paring knife. You don't really need that whole huge box set. Um, you just, you barely ever use them, you know, unless you're, like, or doing some extensive crazy cooking, but for basics, that's what you need. I would definitely buy like four, even with a small apartment, um, baking sheets because you use that stuff like crazy. If you can afford the silk pads, go for it. If not, you get yourself some um, foil and parchment paper. Must have in everybody's kitchen. Parchment paper is great for cooking. Nothing sticks to it. It's amazing. I have a hand mixer. 
Um, I have a blender. Blenders are amazing, okay? You can make hollandaise sauce in a blender. You can make mayonnaise in a blender. You can make whipped cream in a blender. You can make tons of stuff in a blender. Salsa, it's amazing. What brand of blender does it matter? Well, honestly, I, I like to definitely get a glass cup, you know, like, or the whatever, the pitcher thing, because the plastic ones are gross and it absorbs, like, the color and smell. Um, I, I get, like, this Hamilton Beach one, like, for about $100. It's, like, a really good value, you know? And I know everybody's, like, really into these crazy expensive ones. Um, you know, those are cool, too. It just depends what you're looking for. This is, like, basic blending. This is not, like, smooth. You know, this is not... Um, like juicing, blending, you know, it's a two different things. Definitely um, a good peeler. I swear in my classes, people are like, wow, this is such a good peeler. And I'm thinking, okay, you must have had your peeler for a hundred years because you never replace those. And think about it. If you can't sharpen it, how it, it sucks, right? So you might want to replace a good peeler every two years. It's, it's a weird thing, but it, it makes a huge difference. Okay. Good cutting boards. Um, that makes a big difference. Guys, keep in mind, I will have all of Shaney's favorite picks from plateware to silverware to all of these kitchen gadgets on our website. I've actually changed our podcast website to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. So you'll still find it at Big Design Small Budget, but we're reverting over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast to keep it all in one place. And so all of Shaney's top picks will be on the podcast page. Now that I've given you time to think about that ideal cutting board, Shaney, tell us, plastic or what? Okay, um, there's sort of like a, there's like a whole world out there about, about cutting boards. The wood ones kind of suck because you can't put them in the dishwasher. And that means you have to scrub them and then there's like, you know, like smashed in food and it's kind of yucky. Say it's, it's one of those tricky situations. There's a cutting board out there that is like some recycled material and I can't think of the name of it, but I will tell you about it and it will be posted. But it is pretty amazing because you can put them in the dishwasher and it is not wood and it is, they are no joke expensive too. Of course, right? Because you're getting all these wonderful benefits. But anyway, that's a very must-have. Um, I like to have a um, food processor. There's a lot to be done, especially come like holidays. You know, there's a lot to be done with a food processor. And I like to have a mixer. So those are like the two biggest things. Like I don't have a toaster I like the pizza maker because I have a three-year-old and come on, who doesn't have fun with pizza? No, I want to go back to that pizza maker really quickly. It's just a pizza stone. No, it's a no. pizza maker. You, what does that mean? So it's an electronic appliance. It's a decent size. Okay, you plug it into the wall. It has two stones, like a bottom stone. So it's like um, kind, kind of like a waffle maker, imagine, oh. right? So you close it up. Okay, but it and it holds all the heat in and the bottom is a like a marble or some stone. It's amazing. Like it is no joke amazing. It, it is like what I buy everybody when they get married. It's amazing. What else? I have um, a gadget that I use. It's actually called a strawberry huller. Um, it is like a $3 thing, but it is magical because it takes the holes out of strawberries and the whole out of tomatoes and it's kind of awesome, believe it or not. Um, glass... Measuring cups are the way to go because you really need those. Um, measuring cups are like super awesome. Mixing bowls are great. I feel like I have a fairly complete kitchen now yeah. after talking to you, even though I do need that uh, that pizza maker. But let's segue again because when I came to your class, the favorite thing that we did both times is we made amazing desserts. And it was, you know, the end of the experience, but it's also there's something about 
sweet and sensuality and dessert is kind of decadent and fun and funny. So it just really lends itself to romance. Tell me about one of your favorite class experiences with dessert. Well, dessert's really fun. You know, one of the things that we do, I said, was these food fantasies. And I, I, I learn a lot, like, believe it or not. Like, did you know that there is a game that you play where you take Skittles or M&Ms, depending on, you know, whatever, whatever your partner likes. So visualize this dessert, okay? I'm laying there naked. Uh, my husband puts M&Ms all over my body because he likes M&Ms more than Skittles. I'm blindfolded. And then I say to him, uh, red. And so he has to eat off a red M&M from my body. So I don't know where the red M&M is. And then I get a little like nibble from my body. Kind of awesome, kind of simple dessert. We're not actually making anything, but it is really fun. And I think that's kind of like the best way to have dessert, right? (laughs) I'm officially blushing again. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Maybe we'll do a Reese's Pieces thing in my house. Well, yeah, Reese's Pieces are good. I mean, of course you can make something really easy. One of the favorite things I like to make is um, I warm up cream. You can infuse it if you want with like chili pepper and cinnamon and some um, coffee, clove, that kind of thing. Just warm that up in the cream and chop up some really good dark chocolate and then slowly strain the cream over the chocolate. Go a little bit at a time because I'm not telling you quantities. So like stir it, add like a couple, like two tablespoons at a time. And when it gets like a consistency like honey, it's done. And sprinkle like a touch of sea salt on top and then that is your instant chocolate fondue. And you can put bananas or whatever on, you know, in it and feed each other. And then, you know, it's instant dessert, so simple. I feel like we're on this tear of food fantasies. Yes. So, Shaney, while I'm imagining my husband covered in Reese's Pieces, tell me (laughs) about your favorite food fantasy before we go. Okay. Well, it it kind of involves like sort of my my, um, kitchen fantasy, okay? So I visualize a giant marble kitchen table, okay? Like white, like beautiful marble, like this giant slab. And there I am laying on it. I am blindfolded. My husband has a warm, like, squirt bottle of coconut oil. Okay, sorry guys, this is happening, okay? And he massages me all over with the coconut oil. And while I'm blindfolded, he'll put little things in my mouth, like a strawberry, a piece of chocolate, a glass of champagne. And then it's just very relaxing on this like cold marble surface. So it's a little S&M, right? So it's a little, like, little pleasure pain going on there. But anyway, that is my fantasy. And when you come design my apartment with my giant marble table, I will let you know when it happens. <laughs> nice. Well, guys, hopefully that's got you thinking about your sexy kitchen and your fantastic food fantasies. Thank you, Shaney, so much for joining us. Thanks, Betsy. It's been great. And I hope everybody adds a little sex to their kitchen. Why not? Not only are you an amazing friend of mine, you were also one of my first clients. And I designed your apartment years ago with hand-sewn curtains and (laughs) hand-painted murals back when I was a new, new designer. Uh Oh, Oh, and you know, that is something that I meant to say. because So Betsy drew these sort of like gold starbursts on the painting in the backdrop of my kitchen. And I love that because I felt like that represented me so much. And it was like that special touch of like me. So that was one thing that I think made my kitchen really sexy was that 
it was a really like it was unexpected and really special but it also was very glamorous and it made me feel so like happy being in that kitchen I love that I really love that so if you can add that like extra spark to your kitchen somehow that's what I would do a chandelier I don't know something you know fancy Mm -hmm. or if that's your thing right Right. So maybe think about translating a little element of your personal style into the decor of your kitchen, even if you can't redo your entire kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. In my kitchen, I moved in and it's pretty much as is, but the tiles on the backsplash did not resonate with me in any way. So I paid somebody to just change out those tiles. And now I have tiles from floor to ceiling. I really went bold with the tile. Floor to ceiling, blue, they're like hand glazed and they just add this visual pop that took my very simple kitchen that I had done nothing with when we moved in into something that feels personalized to me. Every time I go in and look at those tiles, I just really feel like it's my kitchen even though that was the only thing I changed. I love it. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah, so so there we go, guys. Hopefully we've inspired you today. And like I said, you can find Shaney at appetiteforseduction.com. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. And of course, you can reach out to her via email. What's your preferred email address, Shaney? Info, very exciting, at appetiteforseduction.com. So I'll have all her contact information on our new podcast page on affordableinteriordesign.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I will catch you next week. Bye. Are you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.